oh lord oh lord welcome back but welcome back and this shit is crazy with this free agency in the nba oh my lord <laughs> it is nutball and i threw big storm a curve this afternoon folks i threw big storm a curve i went and pulled out the direct golden state jersey for the show yeah. today yeah i was <laughs> like what what in the sam hell is going on out in these indiana streets uh, it is crazy here at the state of basketball. My man Storm, the wood, we here to deliver you the awesomeness of NBA, NCAA, and Indiana high school basketball. Woo! That's a different woo. That woo was for what we were talking about before we got on. And I don't yeah. know, I don't like them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to send them no money. I don't want to. I don't want to tell the little kids to blink when the flies on the eyeball. I don't want to give them nothing. <laughs> Fighting for yourself. <laughs> Should have came, goddess. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> man, what is going on, man? I hope you had a good Fourth of July weekend. Uh, I did. Coming off of vacation, I was vacation last week. Um, didn't do a whole lot. Um, did get my car fixed, thanks out to the people at Bill Estes. But unfortunately, the, the 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 cost of it was ridiculous. I'm still trying to recover from that. But your boy's riding there. I'll tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> Got to get that was my important. Right. Yeah, it's important. definitely important for the bigger bigger uh, gentlemen in our audience. They can uh, feel me. Uh, <laughs> But uh, other than that, um, hey, man, I did see that Top Gun. So I meant to talk to you about that. Hey, that's nice, man. That hey, was nice. It's, hey. I told you that was nice. That was a nice movie. <laughs> Two thumbs up on that. And, and I was uh, arguing with somebody the other day, like, hey, man, you got to go see that in the theater. You, I don't give a damn what kind of surround sound you got at the crib. Unless you got the NBA movie theater at the crib, did you need to go see that at the theater? There's nothing like that. Uh, uh, okay, I, you can have that. That's fine. But I would definitely be okay with watching it. Just that's the 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 cheap side of me. Like I obviously spend money on certain things, but if I could have watched it at home, I might have watched it at home. But for me, it's the story plot, how they implemented a lot of things from the uh, original. So for me, that was the one because that was the one that I watched. I had VHS, son, and I was on that bad boy a lot. I probably watched a couple times a week back in the day. Listen, in 1986, when that thing came out, bro, I was 12 years old and I was all the way. No, I take that back. I was 11 because my birthday is in October and that came out in the summer. Son, I was 11 years old, and I swear to God, I was going to be a jet fighter pilot. <laughs> yeah, 6'6", six, six, fighter pilot. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get it. <laughs> but no, man, um, awesome. Glad you had a great fourth. Uh, did get to see you. You know, it was kind of schedules didn't mesh real well. You know, I got the surgery on Monday, so tying up some loose ends and you lost my wallet, so I had to fix some oh, shit. Ugh. That's worse. That is the worst. No, the worst is you only went from Taco Bell to home. Wow. 
Exactly. That's pretty bad. But you didn't get out the car. You, you was lazy. You went through the drive-thru. <laughs> no idea. So, uh, yeah. But great fourth. You know, got just relaxed. Didn't really do a whole bunch. Just uh, kind of chill, man. It's hot here in Indiana, folks. Yeah. It reminds us of 96. Was it 90? No, was it 94 or 96 in the draft? Um, I don't remember too much back then when it came to the heat because we were still we were still hoping. We were still hoping. <laughs> right, but it was hot. <laughs> it's a different, it's a different heat at 20 years old and damn near 50. It's a different heat. I'll give you that. I'll give it you touches that. you a different kind of way. Right. Makes you go into the air <laughs> quickly. Now. Now. Quickly <laughs> in the air with a fan. <laughs> so um, I guess we should probably talk about some basketball or some stuff. Good deal, good deal. We we starting out with. Um, I guess we can. Uh, oh, I do have some NCAA news. Um, I know most people have been. Oh, let's go back. High school. Um. June is over with here at Indiana, so all of high school uh, showcase uh, camps and scrimmages through other high schools is now over. <clears throat> so we're going back into the last month of uh, open open season for AAU when it comes to the boys and the girls. It's getting ready to get crazy, so July is a hot month. Um, they're going to be playing sometimes twice a week. Um, different tournaments twice, uh, two tournaments a week, all the way to the end of July is basically championship month. So you're going to be playing in different circuits, different championships. So um, if you got your um, your kids in the AAU circuit, uh, this is the open season, open meaning that um, all colleges, all recruiters and things like that are going to be uh, present at, at these events. So um going to see some good talent. I know we do have a couple tournaments here. Uh for the girls, I'm not sure about the boys, but I do know we have a couple for the girls' side down at the convention center and at the PAC Pacers Athletic Center. So that's what you got for basketball for high school. Good deal, good deal. Um, not really much to add to that. Uh, just getting ready for uh, <laughs> getting ready for uh, AAU ball, which is definitely prevalent in uh, the high school scene nowadays. Um, as it was in our era, but not to this degree, but uh, it is what it is. And uh, good luck to all the high schoolers. Uh, wish no injury upon them, and uh, hopefully they stay in them books and uh, able to showcase their talents, uh, either a freshman or the next level, be a junior, senior. Hey, uh, I like it that these kids nowadays – the the I, I hate to say it this way, but the roles are reversed. Like the, the like the kid that wants to be the class clown, the the dumbass or wants to just to be the jock. Them dudes get talked about now. It's yeah. not the nerds anymore. Like these kids, like they compete in the classroom as well as they do um, on the floor. Like I, I, it's unheard of. It's like you don't really have to tell these kids to hit the books. Like they're already in the books. It's like they're mad when their books aren't right. So um, I do like the switch in the way they uh, put more emphasis in uh, their 
academics, academics. As, well as, as well as their athletics. So you know, I mean, these definitely. kids are smart, man. <laughs> yeah, and you got to be nowadays. This is definitely the computer age and all of uh, the social media, things of that nature. So, um, and, you know, the social scene right now, a lot of things going on as well. So for them to be able to get the book smarts and be educated enough to make an opinion on things that are going on nowadays that are valid and they have things to back it up. I mean, that's just uh, something nice to see. Yep. You got a little kids, BW Sports, little kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, NCAA, I know it's been more talked about. This huge news has happened uh, the last five days or half a week. I know it's been talked more about um, on the football side of things, but it does affect the Big Ten when it comes to basketball. That's uh, USC and uh, UCLA from the Pac-12 um, basically <laughs> just jumping the fence, going a wall on the Pac-12 and joining the Big Ten. Yeah, um, the, they see it happening, right? Like, unfortunately, we live in a capitalistic society and uh, that's where the money is right now. They see that, you know, high amount of money, high uh, millions of dollars and the re-up that the Big Ten's about to get. So they like can... Uh, we uh, touch our beak in that a little bit and they see where they at um, as far as the uh, PEC 12. And it's unfortunate, you know, I feel like a lot of it has to do with the, the bias, East coast bias. Not a lot of people up 11, 12 o'clock at night watching uh, basketball. So uh, getting a hold of this, hopefully they'll be able to tie in. They might end up even playing earlier games. So they're able to, showcase their talents and uh I, I i just excited i'm just glad big 10 is one of the ones and you know with the the story in the background of our conference being able to protect that and still be in a viable conference in uh college basketball and football and other sports i think it's uh a part of the shift um in ncaa um you started you started seeing it with the uh, accumulation of teams in the SEC, uh, the move with Texas and Oklahoma. Um, and then you saw the move uh, that the uh, the Big 12 tried to recover from with BYU and Cincinnati. And uh, I think there was two more. But you try to see where these conferences are trying to uh, create uh, basically like like leagues, like semi-leagues, uh, kind of like your um, AFC and your NFC, which is under the NFL. So right. I think it's time to be something. I think they're trying to go towards that because, you, as you can see, the the huge power moves that the big uh, the Big Ten and the SEC have made um, is very grand on the football side. But it does play a part on the basketball side uh, directly with the Big Ten. One, you bring in that heritage of, of UCLA basketball into the Big Ten. So and you're giving more access to Midwest kids and South and then uh, the East, the Western Coast kids to uh, Midwest basketball. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's going to affect games too much because – Whenever they came west, 
I mean, East, their games were early in the day. And whenever our teams went out West, those games were later in the evening. So um, I don't think it's going to be that big of a, a stretch, but I think it's going to be good for, for the big 10 to compete with the sec. And you add teams like those who are good on, on all levels of college basketball, I mean, college sports, not just football, basketball. So I think it's pretty good. Definitely. Like I said, I'm just glad that the Big Ten is involved and they're uh, trying to bolster up their uh, their portfolio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm waiting to see what the ACC does. I'm like, are you gonna are you gonna now go lobby for Baylor and try to pull some of those those schools who's left? I mean, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel sorry for the Pac-12 as a conference because they're scrambling as well. Uh, you're hit, Arizona. How long does Arizona stay? <laughs> Oregon already tried to get out. <laughs> so, but I think they're uh, trying to poach some of those Big 12 teams as well. Yeah, but I'm sure but, the ACC will have a better package. Uh, yeah, but that's if the ACC won't. Or, you know, the ACC ain't got no choice. ACC, Pac-12, if they want to be on, they got to take them. Right. You know what I mean? Like right now, the SEC and the Big 10 – they got they picking a litter. They can get whatever they want. <laughs> the best of everybody. The best of everybody. <laughs> and that's what starts it. NIL was the start of it. You get ready to start seeing less and less scholarships because these kids are getting money off this NIL. So why do we need to pay these schools when the schools ain't making that money? Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to get crazy, bro. Just watch what I tell you. <laughs> All right. So that's it for that. Uh, WNBA. Let's see All-Star game coming up. Um, I was supposed to look and see when and where. Didn't do it. I think it's in Chicago. <laughs> I've heard uh, that. The big deal is uh, there are a lot of Chicago players, and obviously with uh, uh, Candace Parker announcing this was her final year, that'd be a nice thing. And they uh, won it last year. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. So, uh I got Stewie with three out of the five, three out of the top five in, in scoring in the WNBA. And I got Wilson at three of the top 10 in scoring, right? But she's got Candace Parker too. So I don't, I feel like that's, that's definitely a, uh, a bigger pick when it comes to points versus how I feel like this thing may go, which I feel like they're going to win regardless. <laughs> Who's they? Uh, Team Wilson. Okay. I feel like Team Wilson's going to win. That's that's good. I mean, Team Wilson, if they didn't know, uh, Team Wilson, um, Captain um, Asia, Will- Asia Wilson from the Aces, um, and then her co-captain is Sylvia Fowles. The rest of her team, the rest of her starting lineup, Candace Parker, Kelsey Plum, Sabrina uh, Lenowski, uh, Lenowski, oh, I always want to forget that you at the end of her name. <laughs> she was shooting bullshit over the weekend, bro. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, if I was on her team, I'd be mad right now. Hey, and we've been there <laughs> when players take shots that are outside of their uh parameter, their, their, their yeah, their skill set, <laughs> their scope uh, of the game <laughs> within the game. Yeah, uh, definitely. So we know yeah. how frustrating that can be. 
Yeah. Uh, Brianna Stewart, her starting lineup is see the reason why I would tend to go with Brianna Stewart squad on this one because they got some dogs at the on the tail end that people don't really pay too much attention to, like uh, um, Owa Kabole. I don't know, big leg. She's she's really skillful, but the thing I like is it's damn near the Seattle with Storm. Oh, yeah, Brianna well, hold Stewart. on, but she's top five in scoring, by the way. Just putting that out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody thinks she's above. Sorry, I never said she was above. Well, you know, I just as far as the far as this level, like there, I don't think she's sneaky. I think her uh <laughs> play this year is uh stands for itself. Yeah, I mean Which that's what I like about nineteen point five points a game. Nineteen if eight. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm just looking at it that you got you got uh like your whole squad from Seattle on this squad. I mean, you got Sue, <laughs> Jackie Young, you got Jewel Lloyd coming off the bench, who is dynamic. And you also got Jacquel Jones, who is outstanding for the bigs. I mean, she's scorer in the paint, but she does like to get in foul trouble. But it's an all-star game, so who right. knows what happened? Um, I think the league wins because yeah. this is a really good lineup. I think Chicago, you know I mean? the league and Chicago especially with what they're going through uh, this past weekend, which is definitely something that is you don't want to see. Uh, here in Indy, we got multiple towns and cities with uh, similar parades, and it's just a shame. Like, you know, I spoke about on the Eye of the Storm just the value of life, and I was continually, to de- continuously decreasing within our culture uh, as humans. So, um I just feel like this is something that can be good, and I, I do feel like Candace and them gonna win. <laughs> like it's set up. It's set up. I, I'm not gonna say it's set it's like, up. It's like, like I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it's set up for the league. I'm saying it's set up for the universe. How about that? No, okay. Kind of like uh, Drew Brees' Super Bowl. That's Peyton's fault. Hurricane <laughs> Katrina. Hey man, Peyton got a nice sum of money. Peyton's fault throwing that pass. He shouldn't pass for that interception again. So you don't think it was set up? You know what I mean? Peyton got a whole lot of money on the back end. I'm I'm not gonna knock it, but I'm just saying, because it's so personal, would it be if Peyton was the one that gave Drew? Like it's a little personal with that. So if it was any other team, I might have went with you full fledged all the way. Now I'll just acknowledge it, but I'm still mad at Peyton. <laughs> yeah, I think he was paid to throw that interception. <laughs> I don't think he throws that interception without that. He's like, listen, your daddy played in New Orleans. You <laughs> know, you got all, all this. <laughs> yeah, you got all this history. You know, they just had Hurricane Katrina. We, they tried to get the city back. You know what I mean? Like, eh, come on, let me get you a little. Get you one of my old gym bags over there. Yeah, let me get one of them gym bags uh, Jordan Poole keeps talking about. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, I like it. I think it'll be fun for the league. I think it'll be great for the city of Chicago. I'm definitely going to tune in and uh, get the watch on. Um, well, I ain't had no choice because I'll be laid up. That's all I'm gonna be watching is basketball. So, um, let's see, uh, real quick, the last thing on the power rankings Chicago still standing tall at number one, uh, followed up by the Aces, the Suns, the Storm, the Mystics. Uh, Sparks have made a uh, three point jump 
up, and then you got the Dream, the Lynx, Mercury, Liberty. Fever struggling, but they're young, interim they're coach. Learning. They're, they're learning. learning. They got that. It'll work. It'll work. Trust the process. I trust in them better than I trust in the Pacers. Yeah. Well, they got better players. <laughs> like, as far as those picks they had, the Pacers did not have the type of picks. They had one, number six. The Fever had like a one, a five, three. Like, so the caliber of players that they got. So I definitely expect them to move up faster unless there's a deal yet to be made for a superstar, not an all star, a superstar coming to uh, the field house. All right. Well, unless they draft one, they won't come here. Well, <laughs> one can only hope. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just yes. <laughs> um. All right. So let's move over to what we've all come for. That is our fabulous NBA talk. So, man, um, we didn't really get into the draft because we started, by the way, the series started off great. Our under the board summer series, uh, dealing with positions. The next five episodes of the under the board episodes gonna deal with positions. We did point guards uh, last week. This Sunday coming up, we're gonna do uh, shooting guards. So it's gonna be uh, another fun episode. We should have another dynamic panel. Uh, that's what I'm gonna call them, the panel. Yeah, we should have the panel. You know, another another dynamic panel for uh, shooting guards. So it'll be fun. So. Um, but we didn't really get to talk about the draft, you know, and picks and, and stuff like that. But now it's a bit moot because the free agency just trumped all foolishness to happen at the draft. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, and let's just put it out there. The, the, the reason why it's crazy is because you got probably the top two of the top ten NBA players when they're on the floor. I got to asterisk that. Um with uh, KD and Kyrie, which um, for some is a surprise, for others not so much. Uh, was the asterisk on uh, Kyrie? Yeah. Okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, I understand where he's coming from, but it doesn't necessarily mean I got to agree with it, right? Like, I, I get it. It is a game. Uh, it is a sport. There are some things out there that can be more important to one's life other than their prof- chosen profession. Um, but without this sport, do you have that platform? Exactly. Exactly. It's a give and take. And uh, I feel like he is not necessarily given enough, a little selfish, um, but it is what it is. It's, it's crazy because I don't know another talent like that, that, did not have the all-in mentality, right? You think of Ricky your favorites. Williams. Who? Ricky Williams for the Miami Dolphins. Okay, I'm talking about the league. I'm talking I, about Hey, I tried. I was yeah, stretching. I'm talking about, you tell me what of your favorite players. I don't. Chosen not to show up. Or even current favorite players. Like, he's not one of my favorite. I definitely give him respects on ball handling and shot making, especially left hand, right hand. He has it, but. You don't know how much you're going to see him. <laughs> hey, I love playing with him on the game. 
There you go. But you get to but play I, with him every time. You know, what if he, you yeah. not show up? <laughs> yeah. Like his character just ain't on the game. That yeah. Guy. Yeah. Like, like sorry. There's, there's a birthday party this guy has to attend to. So, come on. Boo. <laughs> no, man, it's been, it's been crazy, man, from, um, you know, guys, guys, um, guys opting in, uh, uh, opting out and opting in the contracts. Um, like James Harden opting in on his 47 uh, or opting out on his 47 to go to free agency, but not looking to be a free agent, looking to make it better for uh, his team to win. It looked like he's at that age where I, I've made the money. Now it's time for me to try to, you know, get help out and, and try to get this chip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then on the flip side, you got guys opting in to force their way out. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like like Kyrie's situation, you know, with KD asking for the trade, you know, what I mean, I'm, I don't really know how I feel about that yet because with with the four years on this deal, like I kind of feel that you know if they get him out of there, maybe you know you can stick it out. But I think he feels like this front office and this coaching staff has done nothing but make my year and a half here miserable. <laughs> so I mean, I kind of get it, but eh, I'm a little, little iffy. Uh- well, here's my thoughts on that. Um, I feel like it's going to be very difficult for KD to win a ring if he's traded because the team that he is traded to will more than likely not have enough to win a championship. I feel like, uh, unfortunately, his best option is to really just stay there because at this point, if they get rid of Kyrie in that contract, they can. I still feel like as damaged as his uh, brand or his self may have gotten with this, I'm, I'm back and forth because I feel like he wants to leave, but he wants to leave to get a chip. And I don't know if you can leave and get a chip. You can leave because you feel like you don't like the upper management's you know, style or how they're conducting business. But at the same time, these dudes okay you to have a first-year coach okayed all this stuff your your brother Kyrie was talking about I can be a coach one day you can be a coach everybody a coach bringing in people you want you wanted um uh what's my guy San Antonio used to be in Portland um Aldridge you brought in Aldridge but you wanted him to start but he was not starting potential and then you get rid of the fro who is killing it, like, I just, I feel like they did, but they're only going to do it to a certain point. We'll give you everything you want to a certain point, but then if it's not working out, somebody has to be man enough to be like, hey, this is not working out. We need to do something else. Yeah, I'm not going to say that Durant wanted all that. I'm not going to say, because he would, because Steve Nash was not his first choice. But and, Steve Nash was his shooting coach, right? And I mean, no, I mean, they, so the, he, the relationship I, was there. They had a relationship, yeah. But hey, I got a relationship with a lot of people, but it don't mean <laughs> I want to play with them, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, they had a relationship, and that's what the media played on as a relationship. But I really don't think Kevin wanted him as a coach. He had no coaching experience. Let me see. It'd be different though. if you was like sit on a bench. You know what I mean? Maybe coach the AAU team or. Something. But you, KD Stature, in the program, and you feel like he didn't, 
express he didn't want you feel like I know if I got KD he's like I don't want Steve Kerr or Steve Kerr I don't <laughs> I don't want Steve Nash because he's a first year coach you feel like I'm gonna be like oh you're gonna get him any no I'm gonna be like cool so I feel like he did okay that he did want him there I mean I think at some point in time you had to okay it but at some point in time at the end of the day they're going to do what they want to do. Steve Nash had a relationship with the owner and the GM. So it was automatically, it was pretty much done deal that Steve Nash was going to be there if uh, Kevin Durant wasn't there anyway. You know what I mean? And this is what I, I got. I don't and this was, agree it, with that. And this is what think, I'm saying. As a, if Steve I'm Nash the owner. I been there if Durant was not there. I, don't I, think I, I mean, who knows? I mean, I know he was trying to be a coach. That was one of the only few jobs that were open. Be like a lot of other coaches and start on the bench and work your way up. And and that's why I say I think he got that approval because he was friends with the owner, because he was friends with the general manager. I think that's how he got that job. Yeah, KD had to okay it, yeah, at some point in time. But at some point in time, KD's got his player like, you know I mean? I can say whatever I want. Owner going to do what they want to do. Some owners do that. The Lakers are good at that. You know, when they listen to LeBron, see what the hell happened. When you do Genie Bus type shit, you know, different things happen. You know what I'm saying? So I think it all depends on how ownership runs that. But um, I think a lot of that stuff he just had to deal with. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he really wanted Ben Simmons. I don't think he wanted no part of Ben Simmons on that team. <laughs> I feel like... He was still thrown for the fact that uh, uh, the beer wanted out in the first place. Like, he was just, I feel like, and it's crazy. I seen this uh, something on Facebook that kind of compared this to um, NWA and, and uh, the beer being Q and then uh, KD being Drake. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Hey, but what's what's these chances? What's the chances of both of them? I think, but first off, to respond to you, I think there are a couple teams that KD can go to and they can still be a contender because they won't have to give up a whole lot of major assets because they have a lot of draft picks and a lot of young talent. I think New Orleans would be one of those teams. Um I so think what, Phoenix. Who, who's leaving? I mean, well, is, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to, to give up. You're gonna you, have to give up Ingram. So Zion's there. Uh, Zion, Zion's gonna sign in. I know, but I mean, he can still be traded. But at the end uh, of the day, you're saying Ingram's the one that's leaving. That's yeah. That was Ingram, the only question. But that's it'll be it'll be Ingram for Ingram for Durant so, and so maybe Zion a couple of assets. Oh yeah, he's signing tomorrow, and, and when they can they can sign tomorrow at twelve oh six. He'll be signing at twelve oh seven to two hundred and something extension to his contract. It's right. already said and done. Only question: Does he make it through the whole year? Does he um, even make it healthy in the playoffs? Hey, me, I am. I'm not paying him that. I need to see you play a year. I'm not asking you as a, someone who's paying. I'm just saying someone who you know we. Oh, I need to see you play a year before. Uh, that's still does he that's make answering it your question. Through the year? I need to see you play a year before but I that's not telling me if you think he's going to make it through this 
Next coming year, does he make it all the way? We do it all the time. I feel like AD ain't going to make it through the year. Chris Paul ain't going to make it through the year. He'll make it through the year. He'll just play hurt. (laughs) (laughs) He'll hurt the team by playing hurt. And then he'll get to the playoffs, and then he'll be on the bench. Uh, I'm sorry. But uh, there this, you know, obviously, we've talked about it. There's players that's hit by injury bug through self or through something else, but – I feel like he definitely falls in that category. And my question is, is he going to make it through the year? Uh, yeah. If uh, if I'm going to pay him that money, I need to see you play a year. It's I don't know why you're not answering the question. That is a simple I, answer. I, you is going, a no, it's answer. not. It's a yes or no. Does he make it through the year? Yes, he makes it. You feel like he will. Make you that money. Or you feel like he hey. won't. I think some people do things when you sign $250 million, all of a sudden your bones don't hurt no more. Or your bones hurt more because it's guaranteed. Depends <laughs> on the contract. Hey, if I'm if, if I'm New Orleans, you definitely got a game contract. Just hey. like whoever resigns Kyrie, oh, you're gonna see some different things in this contract, and it's gonna be tied to games played. Oh hell yeah, it's tied to games played. Games played. Games played. Yeah, I need can't do it. But I think New Orleans, <laughs> I think New Orleans has the opportunity because of the assets they do have. I think Phoenix. Um, has the assets and uh, a big name, but I just don't think uh, Brooklyn wants DeAndre Ayton. So I think Phoenix is out. I know Durant did uh, buy a $3.7 million property in Toronto. They have the assets where they don't have to give up a whole lot of major pieces where they could compete. You know what I'm saying? There are opportunities out there. How do they not want uh, Siakam? How do they? How does Brooklyn not want Siakam? And then what's left in Toronto? Man, it's just, it's just, it's just. See, I mean, they're gonna have to throw. That's where your draft picks and your assets come in. Like, if you got two, three first rounders, couple second rounders, you got a lot to play with. You know, what I mean, people want them, and then you can get uh, expiring contracts, things that can build your roster from when you go and uh, get some of these uh, free agents that are out here. So, so you say. Trade to Toronto without receiving an all-star. If they're getting rid of Durant, if they're entertaining, I'm not fully set on Durant being out of Brooklyn anyway. I mean, he's got to decide what he wants more. Does he want to get out more or does he want to ring more? For that to happen, he has to stay, in my opinion. He has to stay if he wants to ring. And I'm like this. If I stay, get rid of – Dude, Kyrie. no, he's already gone. Get, Get rid, rid of, of ben. ben. Oh, put Ben in a trade with Kyrie, maybe. Get some. I don't care. Get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> got to go. You don't care how he goes. I don't care how he goes. As long as he, got he to go. goes, <laughs> as long as he goes, he's got to go because it's not going to work for him. As I believe in this more than I believe in anything, he is bust. But damaged goods, damaged goods. All right, so just can't um, get right, boss. Just can't get right. Just can't get right, boss. <laughs> <laughs> um, so but what is about because I keep hearing this 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 phantom this phantom thing where uh Kyrie and Kevin end up in LA uh with LeBron and AD in Brooklyn. Um I feel like it all depends. Like every other team he's been on, 
It all depends on Kyrie. <laughs> if this thing works, it won't be LeBron. <laughs> it won't be KD. It will be Kyrie. So, period. <laughs> if LeBron could be the Kyrie whisperer, which he was for like a year or two, he was and young. Then Kyrie did some Kyrie <laughs> shit and dipped, and um, became now Uncle they're back together. I. I those are the those are the X factors. Kyrie will that should be his new nickname. If he comes out with it, it's the X factor because you don't know what he's gonna do. That's the name of his new shoe. Yeah, X factor. <laughs> we don't know. All right, so me. all right, so what about this uh, Durant back to Golden State? I want to know who's Golden State gonna give up. Like that's. The X factor to me, like if it's, uh, they're giving up. I don't see. They're, I don't think. They're giving I don't up. See. They're giving up. Wiseman, Poole, and Gary Payton. Gary Payton already gone. Then he Gary signed Payton with too? Portland. He's gonna sign at twelve, whatever. Oh, uh, he signed it too. All right. So I believe I, I tell you, Wiseman's gone. If you do that, because they're gonna keep nobody in that that main group. Is leaving. That's what court. I want to know because I feel like if anyone Steph is to Clay go, or I feel Draymond. like nobody wants Draymond. I feel like it's going to be Clay. Hey, neither one of them, no three of them are going. They're all staying together. Then KD they'll get going. they'll they'll dump everybody else. <laughs> you got them four. I dumped the whole squad. <laughs> so you can do some mid level exceptions oh, your way yes. right to a ring. How many people? <laughs> How many people is not going to take pay cuts? But is KD going to do that? Is KD ready to do that with his legacy? I, with his, hey, bro. I'm like, not, I'm I can just only saying. get rings when I hook up with these cats. I'm just, I'm just saying. All Does I'm history saying, that remember was, that? Will history remember that? I don't know. Or will it just be I, like he's got infinite amount of rings if they stay together at least three, at least if they stay together three years? I could see three pending uh three peak. Three peak. Pending injury. Yeah, pending injury. Three. Hell, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Because you never have two off the floor. <laughs> oh my God. Like, just think of how many pay cuts. Like, you got dudes, dude. I'll play for the league minimum. You can be <laughs> 450000 I'm, I'm in there. <laughs> yeah, I definitely will. Uh, but I just feel like I don't think KD's psyche is ready. He ain't doing for, that. I don't, I don't think he can handle that. Because Draymond going to talk shit regardless. Oh, and he's going to talk so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like he'll talk more if they win. The more they win, the more the talk is going to happen. Hey, like, yeah, like like we go read the, the, the San Francisco Chronicles – uh, Kevin Durant, the shot Draymond nine times. <laughs> I was coming out of practice. Draymond would shut the fuck up about how you need us. You need us for chips. <laughs> we don't need you. <laughs> He's sending him emails, shit, memes, <laughs> and shit. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Um, all right. Uh, does Westbrook play a game in LA this year? Uh, it depends on the whole KD Kyrie thing. I feel like that's the only thing. That's the only thing that's going to prevent him from playing. How about the I bigger no. question? 
Is Ken? I mean, is he able? Is he able to play with LeBron and AD? Say none of the trade happens, they stuck with them through. Is he? Is is? Do you see a version where he's able to accept and do whatever he needs to do for them to be successful, or is he just stuck in his ways, hundred miles an hour? Jacking up shots when I don't need to be jacking up shots type of player. Selfish. I mean, he hasn't changed yet, so why would he change now? Well, <laughs> a- assuming that all three of the guys are healthy throughout the season, will that make a difference? No, <laughs> it would not. Because he hasn't done it yet. So why would he all of a sudden just say, ooh, ding dong, I'm going to play team ball and all of a sudden we can win now. No. Nah. He's not going to accept that he should be the second point guard off the bench running. He can do that shit with the second team, but he's he not going to accept that. And then he's point. not going to do that. And then with <laughs> you being at the first team, you're not going to dominate the ball with LeBron James on the floor. So uh, you're either going to develop a jump shot, which you have not done yet. <laughs> so why would I think that you're going to do it this offseason? So no, there's no there's no way, there's no formula that I see uh, him stand on the Lakers and they being a sub, I mean a, a above five hundred team. No, there it is. How do you feel about uh, Bill resigning with Washington? Is he just like made he, peace he, with the fact he ain't gonna never he, get a ring? That was that was what we were getting to. Oh, I'm sorry. We, we were getting there. <laughs> we were on our way to Max Deals. We were talking about Max Deals. And I was going to ask you, out of these fabulous Max Deals that was uh, just done by uh, several players, uh, Zach Levine cashing in for five years, 215, uh, Joker hitting them with that Super Max for, uh, what was that, four, uh, five years, 264, he is now the richest man in whatever Slavic country he is from. <laughs> he can buy him a country. <laughs> he is he is now he is now the syndicate boss leader. Like your brothers, they running all that boss stuff over there in the U, whatever they're from. I don't think it's Ukraine, because yeah, one Europe, of them Slavic Europe. countries. We'll just there. say Europe. <laughs> yeah, cash in 264 for a guy who can't jump over a paper plate. Hey, that just and shows. The skill set. Right. And then you got Jalen Brunson cashing in four years, 100-plus million with the Knicks. By the way, the Knicks are going to get slapped with uh, tampering charges for that contract. Uh, Java Ramp with a uh, max deal extension over $200 million And your boy Bradley Beal. The question of the day. I should have put this on the elite media, but I was slipping because I was slipping. Bradley Beal, we have now figured out what you are. You are you want the money instead of you want a chance to win for championships. Because legacy. legacy. He, he I, wants his legacy to be money versus because he's definitely got the tools to be a part of a championship team. And being uh, a free agent, he could have went damn near anywhere. <laughs> and they accepted him too, by the way. Oh, it yeah. Like they was gonna be like, oh no, we, we don't want yeah, to come do. come to us, Bradley. <laughs> Bradley, I got this whole presentation. 
I, you know what I mean? I got my PowerPoint laid out. You know what <laughs> PowerPoint I'm saying? PowerPoint on point. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, I got the question. I mean, and I like Bradley Beal. And I was one of those guys who really wanted Bradley Beal opportunity to get out of Washington to go play somewhere else to compete. So it's he like that for John Wall, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't even like John Wall, but damn, give him a but chance. I still like, felt like his game, he put in a lot to Washington just like Bill. I would have liked to see what he could have done in the biggest of stages. That's all. right. Right. I agree. I mean, he's, he's got a good talent. You know what I mean? He was uh fast as hell with the basketball. I think he was one of the fastest guys from point A to B with the basketball up and down the floor. You know what I mean? He could shoot it. You know I mean? He's got hot sport point guard and he played hard and tough. He was from that, that Iverson line of, of small guards. So yeah, but I mean, I was more of the Bradley Beal guy. Cause he did everything, you know what I'm saying? He had that, that nice pull-up game from Carvello. You know what I mean? His mid-range was nice. He was a guy who can give you 40 without shooting any threes. You know what I'm saying? So he add three to his game. I think Bradley Bill could be a good piece for a team like um, Chicago or maybe even Miami. Um, something like that. Somebody who can afford him you know, to get rid of, to replace Bobby Portis. Maybe he could slide in over there in Milwaukee. I mean, with him being a free agent, he could have went anywhere. But apparently $251 million is a whole lot of money, bro. That's a whole lot of talking. And everybody <laughs> else would not have been doing that kind of talking. <laughs> whole lot of $251 million. Hey, hey, I'm going to give you $250 million. You stay here and suck forever. <laughs> You and Cal Kuzma. I guarantee right. you when Cal Kuzma comes up, he's out of there, son. Especially, especially what they what they really said was, we will set your family up for generations if you stay here. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's going to get Bradley Bill Street. Yeah. There will be bills as far as I can see. Oh, so yeah, and I mm, that hurts, man, because I'd like to see him play for it. For that's the only one between him. I feel like uh, him and New York, everyone else has a chance. I feel like Chicago will have a chance that they, I feel like it's more likely that they are able to find a piece. I definitely feel like Denver has a chance with the Joker, he is one of the top five. Uh, top five in the league right now i gotta give it to him he's the MVP. well i mean he's back-to-back mvp yeah how do you not put him in there and he's and he plays the game the right way he plays winning basketball a way where all the you know the the extras and the side there's none of that there when everyone gets the ball when everyone gets the ball you're less likely to have that in locker room drama right because everybody's right. feeding everybody's getting fed so it's hard to do so I feel like Denver, they have a, there's a chance, right? I feel like all of them have a chance, except for New York, just because of their um, their uh, upper level management, and also Washington. It has to be the same at this point. When they've never done anything, it has to go to the front office. Has to. It has to. You know, what I mean, I think what Denver's missing is. Um, I'm missing Murray. I'm Murray. I'm missing Murray. <laughs> I'm missing Murray, like a lot. You know what I'm saying? So that's gonna that's gonna be he. He should be back this season healthy. So 
Um, and then I like to see how Chicago looks with all of those guys healthy. You know what I'm saying? The Rose and because like they were nasty at the beginning of the season when they were yeah, healthy right before the right before the the uh, All Star break. Right? Yeah, like they were looking really good, and then it was done for the season, done to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Come back, and then one guy goes out. So I like to see Levine, DeRozan, and uh, La- uh, Lamelo. Is it La- no? It's the other one. Yeah, I don't know. Ball, ball, ball. ball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like to see ball. The balls. Uh, I think it'll be a good team. You know what I'm saying? They got good pieces. I like that Kobe White coming in as well. So um, I think they got a shot. I like to see them healthy. Uh, Jod, I mean, you earned that money, bro. Yeah. Go get them buckets. Yeah. And they can't go nothing but up. I think they needed to solidify a little more big. No, I like Jerron, uh Jackson has to be. Like, keep him, too. Like, Doesn't, Don't shooting. leave him. They just need somebody else. <laughs> okay. I, I'll give you that. I don't have a problem with that. As long as that they don't it. get rid of him. Yeah, don't get rid of him. Is. So what do you think about this? Uh, and I don't know if it's on you. I'm sorry, I didn't see it. Go place. ahead. But do Go you ahead. have Minnesota on there somewhere? Or can we talk for about that? Minnesota for uh we we uh being oh, about there. Car, about car Anthony Towns. Like are, are we making are the works. bigs making a come? Is this the start of the bigs making a comeback? No, because <laughs> it's not because and I I I liked the direction that Minnesota was going until you brought in Rudy Gobert. The game is played too wide open, and he being as great a defensive player inside the paint as he was, teams exploited Utah with him pulling him out of the paint like guys like Jokic who can shoot that thing guys like I did Anthony Davis who can shoot it and go around him when Mr. Glass is playing you know uh that was tough for him and now you're gonna put both of these big ass dudes I mean yeah Carly Towns did win the three-point shootout but his game is not played out there he is still a somewhat a traditional big he still plays back to the bucket you know what I mean that can shoot the the jump shot you know what I mean he kind of reminds me of a, a not as good Kareem not Kareem, uh, Elijah Wan. You know what I'm saying? He's got that type of face up, but and back to the bucket game. But if you stick both of those guys, who's going to play on the perimeter? And neither one of them are going to sit on the bench. They play zone. <laughs> I, and, and I like the idea of zone, but the zone ain't a zone in the NBA like a zone is traditional basketball. If you still get called for defense in three seconds, it ain't a zone. So they can still pull his ass out. Put him on the whole other it'll side of the floor. Outside. It'll just be right outside the block versus three-point line. I mean, you say that, but they all you got to do is take your man out. If you take everybody above the free throw line, Rudy Gobert becomes a fish out of water. A liability. I mean, a liability. And then if you put him face up with some of these powerful, because what are you going to play? Power forwards, uh, center. You put him up against Persingas, say, just, just putting the name out there. Face up at the top of the key with Porzingis. Uh, I think the uniform might get the lateral, the lateral movement. Yeah, I mean Frenchie ain't gonna move like that. <laughs> so, so I, what, I, I, how about this? I feel like this is the worst part. Not only do I feel personally, I do feel like it's probably not the right move. But the fact of everything they gave up to get him is the thing that needs to be discussed too. Not only 
will it work, but it better work because they gave up the farm. And then two, three years from now is farm to even get him there. So you got D'Angelo Russell, Ant-Man, Carl Anthony Towns, and Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I think you downgraded. Yeah, I feel like you gave up too much for it. <laughs> yeah. Way too much for it. <laughs> I think you downgraded. You mean teams like Phoenix, Golden State, they're gonna run your ass out the water because <laughs> you don't have the you don't have the, the people to get them down the floor. Right. I mean, who is he gonna chase? Looney, uh, Draymond, Wiseman back. Come on, man. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, like if you go down to Hugh, I mean down to New Orleans, who is he gonna chase? Zion, really? Right. No, <laughs> when he's healthy. No, it's not. So, um, yeah, I don't know about Minnesota. I think they went backwards. Bad move. Unless they plan on something that we don't know about. Because I feel like they already had their, you know, big man, little man with uh, with Cat and with uh, the guard. Edwards? Edwards or, Edwards right? or Russell? Yeah. yeah, Edwards. No, You got them both. Nah, Russell. Dead, hey man, you got to give D'Angelo Russell is playing really decent basketball, especially of late. The consistency is where we need to see him at. So well, that's with seventy eight percent of the just, NBA. Uh, I feel like well, okay, okay, we're not gonna get into that. Okay, <laughs> but he needs to be consistent. That's all I'm saying. Everybody has, everybody can have a good year, great half year, but sustained greatness is something that you know definitely separates the elite from the others that's why so. they're the elite <laughs> <laughs> so so okay so the percentages goes up then because there's only a, a select elite players that's going to give you that that every game consistency like that so i'm going to say 85 percent of the league is inconsistent <laughs> i'll give you that this is a hard league man yeah it's tough <laughs> it's tough um, you got anything else? I got one more, but you got anything else? Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. Uh, guess who's on the cover of 2K23? I want to say it's MJ. And you are correct. <laughs> MJ is the cover of 2K23. And I'm going to tell you, I am a fan of 2K. I am not. Uh, I'm a fan of live. Uh, it's just I'm loyal to a fault when it comes to that. Um, I have never in my life purchased a 2K, a 2K game that I have played. Um, obviously, it'll be a while before I come around. Uh, but for him being the choice, there's nothing wrong with that in my eyes. I mean, really, he's the best uh, two-guard We've ever seen. He helped the league tremendously. Without him, the league may not even be here right now. So, if not anything, you got to give him props for that because without him, we may not be sitting here being able to talk about the NBA. Well, so. we'll be sitting here talking about college. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I I have always been a fan of live. Um, I have been a dis fan of live for the uh, inconsistency of how they put out the game the last 10 years. Um, and I don't think they've developed the game 
um, enough. It, it seems to be just uh, the just roster updates, but the development of the game, the gameplay hasn't changed. Um, I played, my daughter got me 2K. I played a couple times. I was eh, iffy and iffy. Then I just forced myself to just start playing it. And I like gameplay better. It's, it's a little different. And I'm going to tell you the one thing I do like, bro. I have played with Larry Bird. I have played with Sean Kemp. I have played with Efforty Hardaway. I have played with Dr. J. Oh, my God. That is a feature that I am all in. I wish live. But you remember live used to have that. We had that in the league. Yeah, they did. So they got it. And the crazy part is all the designers from live went over to 2K, which is kind of also like really like live could have had it. But they had some unloyal, disloyal people, and they or EA Sports wasn't paying them. Either or, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Hey, I don't want to speculate. So logic to me means if all the guys that made live great went to two K, so why are we still playing live? <laughs> if That's everybody all went over played. there, That's all I ever played. Just uh, get off my lawn. Yeah, All right, fellas. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> get off my lawn. All right, <laughs> folks. Here we go. <laughs> Storm's up. All right, the storm. Um, another another unfortunate mass shooting. Everybody, we got to, we got to, everybody love everybody. That's what my guy Will Farrell said. Everybody love everybody to a certain extent. Um, <laughs> Also, I want to give a shout out to my uncle. I had a birthday on the first, Uncle Chris. Happy belated birthday to you, sir. Uh, many, many more. Uh, other than that, just hope everyone stays safe over these fireworks celebration. Uh, other than that, that's it. That's all I got, man. There you got it from the eye of the storm. Uh, the one good thing I'm going to piggyback off. Um, he said. ELE, everybody love everybody, <laughs> the great Jackie Moon. Um, mine is, man, is a saying that I've said for probably about five to ten years now. Uh, to be better, you got to do better. To be great, you got to be great. You got to do great. So for us to get back to being the great country that we are expected to be, we got to get back to being better. We got to get back to do better. To be better, you got to do better. You know what I mean? So that's where we go. That's what I got. Good deal. Good deal, man. All right. So uh what we got left? Uh that's it. We talked about the others. Uh Dukes of Football, Checkers of Records, Quantum Inspirations, Super Kicking with Steven, just a bit outside combat zone. All great programs. You can check us all out on our YouTube channel. You get all of our old shows fresh up to see what we do and get and enjoy to be a subscriber, get updates from everything going on. So there you go. BW Sports 1, State of Basketball, big man in the middle, me doing whatever the hell I want to do. That's how I play basketball, too. Just like I do whatever I want. Jigga. Within reason. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. We out. Holla.